Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg, and this podcast is simply a conversation designed to hopefully help you make today a bit better than yesterday. That's it. That's it. Just, you know, at some point, usually on a Monday, we'll have a guest on, and on Friday, sometimes there's a guest, sometimes there's not. But hopefully by listening to this today, it turns out to be better than yesterday was. That is it. If you like what you hear, there are 312 other episodes, at least 312 other episodes, not counting check-ins, so goodness me. Six years of conversations. Strap in. There's a lot happening. Thank you very much for the kind words about the conversation I had with uh, Rebecca Giles on Monday. It was a extraordinary chat with the woman that survived the 2004 Boxing Day tsunami. Her sharing her story and the wisdom that she has around living her life every single day. I highly recommend it. There was some really great feedback about that. And thank you so much for everyone that did leave some feedback. This show survives on ratings and reviews. That is really, really, really what helps us here at the show. So thank you very much to those who rated and reviewed the show in iTunes. Please, it does help the show an enormous amount if you subscribe, rate, and review the show. Uh, This one came in from JW. Not only does the theme song make my baby groove, which always makes me smile, but the interviews are amazing. You come away having learned something or seen a different point of view. That is what we're here. That's exactly what we try to do at this show, JW. Thank you so, so much. And Toe Hyder would be very happy that he makes your baby dance. This one came in from, oh, I can't pronounce his name. We'll just call you Mo. There's a lot of consonants going on. Mo, my weekly sweet spot of connection. I have so little time for myself being a dad to two disabled children out of four wonderful kids. Our youngest has immense physical and developmental issues, but loves to sit in the car with me and go for drives each Sunday. I usually listen to the podcast to refresh and refill after a week of so much giving. I need to connect with authentic people and ideas, and that's what your show delivers. Finally, my daughter, who is mostly nonverbal, learned to say the word fuck from one episode when I laughed when you said it. Most parents would be outraged, but I think it's wonderful. Now, when we get into the car, she points to the speakers excitedly, asking to start an episode saying, fuck, fuck, it secretly makes my day. Oh, that is the best. Oh, man, I'm so happy. That is so cool, man. Thank you so much for sharing that story. You're doing extraordinary work, man. That's uh, that's a that's a tough road that you are you are willingly choosing to go on, and 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 man, we can all look up to you for doing that, man. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to Deeply Personal 
insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. So, you doing okay? How are you going? You're right this week? Um, are you managing? Things all right? Keeping your head above water? I've been digging deep into the back catalog of some podcast guests because when people come on the show, they often have a book uh, between the time that the guest gets booked and the time that I record the interview, try to get their book, at least try to listen to their book. Obviously, with a guest every week, it's a lot of listening, a lot of reading, a lot of book. So I've been diving a little bit more into Jonathan Haidt's back catalog. Jonathan Haidt, who has a guest on this show um, around the book, The Coddling of the American Mind. So I um, slipped back into his earlier book, the Righteous Mind, Why Good People Are Divided by Politics and Religion. And I guess you know, I wanted to dig a little deeper into why certain people believe certain things that are real and not real, me included. Certainly when it comes to things like the way we as a country treat our Indigenous population, how we treat our refugees and how we are preparing or not preparing for the impacts of climate change. Because there's things that I feel that are very real and you know need to be acted upon. And there are people who think completely opposing things and it's really as real for them and needs to be acted upon in very different directions to how I feel things should be acted upon but it's as real for both of us and I was interested to know I was like how how did we end up this way anyway it's a fascinating book hate uh, explores the the biological foundations of our own morality explores interesting things between twins fraternal twins identical twins and how some people just come out with brains that are more attuned and have receptors that are more tightly integrated to conservative values than other people, particularly when it comes to appealing to somebody's sense of loyalty, someone's sense of authority or somebody's sense of sanctity. I think he's a very clever guy. I'm very grateful that in the book he calls out his own liberal-leaning biases and documents his own transition from someone who used to crack jokes about how stupid people on the right are to someone who now tries to understand and communicate more with those on the right. I really, really like that because if we have any bloody hope of getting out of this pickle that we're in, we are all going to have to find a way to have a chat. That is the end of it. There's no I'm right, you're wrong, I'm not moving until you agree because nothing is going to happen. We're going to have to find some common ground. We're going to have to figure out why I think differently from that person, why that third person thinks differently from me. It's, it's really, really important that we do that. And I really like that that he does that. He's not afraid to see his own tribalism and how that tribalism and his own alignments affected his worldview. And it did make me think a lot about how my own tribalism and my own alignments affect my worldview and makes me want to keep more, I guess, open to those biases and be aware when I'm making them, when I'm being reactionary and things like that. Not that I am going to be perfect, but it's certainly something to keep an eye out for. If you're interested in Jonathan Haidt, I would recommend listening to the episode of this podcast where he and I talk a little bit about this stuff. But yeah, sometimes I really do like to go back in and listen to the book of my guest and really chew on the meat of the conversation that we we started nibbling on. It's the only meat I chew on. Ha, see what I did there? Thanks heaps to everybody that wrote in with a picture of where they're listening to the show. I really do appreciate the emails. Send us your email at gmail.com. I don't check my Instagram anymore. Uh, so if you do DM me on Instagram, Haley will, um, write back to you and tell you to email me. So just email me, save yourself the time. Thanks very much to Jess who sent a fabulous video. Uh, I was catching up on better than yesterday and, um, thought you'd like my view and it's a just magnificent, a magnificent video of, uh, Jess's little daughter running around the kitchen and it's freaking awesome. Uh, this one came in from Katie. 
your podcast, sometimes it feels like you're telling my story. I'm currently exploring the depth of my own anxiety through therapy and your check-ins couldn't be timed better. It has helped me accepting, driven to make change and thankful that I am not alone or abnormal. I'm embracing who I am and the things that make me better. Here's a podsy of my view, listening to your chat with the amazing Rebecca Giles. Anyone who gives Canberra a hard time has never lived here. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for being a good human. Beautiful picture of what looks like a bit of bushland that is uh, skirting an outer suburb of Canberra and a, a pram going for a walk. It's pretty glorious. Thanks heaps for writing that in. And yeah, you're not alone. I'm not alone. We're all in this together. We're all in this boat. We've got to figure it out. Yale uh, sent a great cracking picture of the, the ocean. I leave for work five minutes early to drive the slightly longer way around because of this. And it's a, it's a beautiful picture of the horizon. Thanks very much for Better Than Yesterday. Sets my mind up. And this is a great one that came in from Sam, who's taking a photo from behind the wheel of a combine harvester. I normally do not advocate taking photos uh, using your phone while operating machinery. What I know about combine harvesters is that I think you can GPS them and they kind of drive themselves. So let's just pretend that's what's happening here, Sam. I took this today on the header. I'm guessing that's the machine that you're on. Currently helping the neighbors with their harvest as we have finished ours already. All oh, right, so you're taking your machine. It's like when you go and mow your neighbor's lawn, except you're in a massive harvester, helping the neighbors with their harvest as we've finished ours already. Not much to harvest really, but glad we got some. I met you at the Robinvale gig a couple of weeks back. Oh, when I did the talk out there in Victoria, it was great. We live about 40 kilometers out of town and primarily grow dry land wheat crops. For us, we solely rely on the environment for production. So no irrigation and no security with the weather, especially in the past few years. It's always good to listen to your podcast while working today. I listened to your talk with Dr. Kirsten Ferguson, which was released just after you came up here. You told me you'd be a good listen and it didn't disappoint. Cheers and good luck, Sam. Thank you so much for harvesting the, the wheat. I can't eat. I wish I could. I'm celiac, but otherwise I would. But thank you so much for sending me that picture of you and the people you work with helping your neighbors out harvesting their vast expanse of, of wheat to help feed our nation. That's freaking amazing. Thank you so much, Sam. I hope things turn around for you all soon. Listen, for me, what can I tell you? I'm, I'm same, same, really, incrementally better trying every week. It is slow progress, but it is good progress. Every day I train, every day I lift heavy weights, and today was no different. I got super triggered today. Yeah, my body just decided to go, and now we're just going to do poos in the middle of, you know, my body just went, right, evacuate. And I was like, hang on, wait, wait, wait. You know, my everything just panicked. And uh, sorry, is that too much information? Fuck it. You got to know this stuff happens sometimes. Anyway, I got super triggered and I just remembered, it's okay. Just you got to be willing to be with it because turning away makes it worse. So I stood in the face of it. Stood in the face of that trigger. I stared at it for a while, just breathed, noticed the feelings inside my body, you know, was what's it feel like on my stomach? What color is it? What shape is it? How fast is it? It's got a temperature. And just willing to be with how awful it felt. And after a while, it started to feel less awful in my body. Now, it still sucks and I want to weep when it's happening but it's not like it was. It's still really hard, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And I know that all I have to do is to do this every day. And I really don't want to. I wish I didn't have to, but this is it. This is what I get to do. And if I do this little bit every day, if I hold this discomfort for a couple of minutes every day, then it just gets easier. But I just got to do it every day. Like, the baboon in Bojack Horseman's taught us. 
if you don't watch Bojack Horseman, you really should. The meds really help the work work, but I have to do the work. Yeah. The meds don't make things better. You've got to work to make things better. The meds just loosen the loosen the bolts to allow you to readjust. I wish I didn't have to do it. Fuck. I really wish I didn't have to do it, but this is what I got. So I do it. And then I call my wife and I let her know what's going on. And Audrey says, are you willing to be with it? And I say, yes, I am. Uh, because that's all I can be. That's it. So, like I said, it's working. You know, I feel my body changing and I slowly feel my brain changing. And I guess to continue to make my body change, I've got to lift heavier and heavier weights. And to make my brain change, I've got to be willing to be with more and more uncomfortable things. But, you know, the alternative is to go fucking crazy again. And I don't want to do that. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing today. Anyway, Monday. Monday is a really interesting show. I've got a guest on Monday that'll uh, knock your socks off. Uh, Craig Costello is his name. He's a senior researcher in the security and cryptography group at Microsoft Research in Washington State in the USA. So capital P-A-S-S-W-0-R-D-1 might not be strong enough uh, for the world we live in. And Craig's here to talk all about security, security of your data, and, um, you know, what the future looks like when computers are so fast that they can brute force break your 64-character password wide open in the blink of an eye. Craig's a listener to the show, and he actually reached out to say, you know, it might you know, be interesting to have a chat. So I'm really grateful he did because it was a bloody good chat. I really hope you can join me. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you very much to Andy Ma that made this uh, check-in episode with me today. And thank you to Toe Hider who made the music. And uh, of course, Rachel Barrett, the executive producer of, of everything. Until we speak on Monday, have a great weekend, sleep well, and dream of beautiful things. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Yes.